What's going on? My name is Tyson McGuffin. Welcome to the McGuffin Show. I got myself a special guest. I grew up as a wrestler. I got a college wrestler here, family man, outdoorsman, UFC fighter with a 20 and 5 record, Coney Stamen. How are you, brother? I'm doing really good, man. How are you? Good, good to see you, man. Good, brother. Good, good, good. So you're from GR, now now live in Vegas. Uh, we're, we're talking earlier. Um, I've been to GR a couple times, ate some good food there, and played plenty of pickle there. Always loved going to GR. Um, actually, I've, I've been to Traverse City as well, if you know where Traverse City is. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, so, my, so my hometown, my dad was an orchardist and grew a bunch of apples and cherries. Uh, Lake Traverse is very similar to my hometown in central Washington. Really um, ag-related. Uh, it's got a, got a big old beautiful lake there. You know, kind of has that small town feel. Um, but uh, yeah, if there's yeah. two, if, there, if there's two places I love to visit in uh, Michigan, it's definitely Grand Rapids and Travis, Travis City. Yeah, so I actually grew up a little bit north of Grand Rapids in a town called Sparta, okay. which all we did was grow apples. Like ninety percent of this town was just an apple orchard. Oh, love it, Traverse City. You know, uh, big with uh, you know growing apples and cherries. Yeah. I, I know they have that big old cherry festival. Um, I was actually teaching a camp there one year during cherry festival and there was so many freaking people downtown Traverse City that it took me like, it was like a, it was like three blocks to get to my hotel and it took me like 20 minutes. That place was jam packed. But uh, anyhow, so you said that you kind of grew up in a apple area or a uh, uh, agriculture yeah. area. We were known for two things, growing apples and breeding wrestlers like that was it like that's all you did in this town. Sim- like I, simple as that a lot of options for me like <laughs> athletically yeah every other team that we had sucked so it was like you needed to learn how to wrestle get you your ass in that athlete. wrestling room and then you're picking apples you know from september through october <laughs> i love it man uh okay so tell me so what is your story brother how'd you get going um and uh i, I guess what kind of drew you to combat sports well, I mean, in reality, like when I was growing up as a kid, I really thought I was going to play like professional ball. I thought I was going to play in the NFL, but, you know, nature had different plans for me. I'm like five, six. So it just wasn't really, I mean, I was, I was a pretty good ball player, but I mean, when you, you got guys that are 250 pounds, that good can luck. Do everything you can, like, yes, it's not happening. <laughs> so yeah, I, I kind of like, I really late in life, I really started focusing in, on wrestling. I was like, all right, I'm going to take this serious. Obviously, I'm not going to play uh, professional football. Right. So, you know, I, I started taking wrestling serious, you know, started wrestling year-round. And uh, actually, my, my cousin uh, on my mom's side, they ran a boxing gym, <laughs> like the only boxing gym in our area. So okay. I boxed, too. And, like, that was just more of, like, I just enjoyed boxing. You know what I mean? I really wasn't This is in high school, you said? I had no, yeah, I had no, yeah, I had no ambitions to, like, fight professionally that wasn't ever like something i had ever planned on doing and then you know as mma kind of started to grow like there's mma shows you know in my backyard and happening all the time and i'm watching these guys and I'm like, man i think i can i think like you know i'm telling everybody like i could whoop these i could whoop everyone in the cage right now yeah i know for a fact just with the wrestling boxing experience that i have yeah for sure and so i did and I, I just i tried it out it was more like a bucket list thing it wasn't really anything i intended on doing and I did it a couple times and I just fell in love with it. I just literally couldn't do anything else. MMA just kind of took over my life. Yep. One uh one step at a time before I knew it I was, you know, moving to moving to Detroit, fighting full time, training, running a gym, you know, and it just and then 
you know, luckily enough for me, like MMA just blew up. So, right. so hang on. So you, so you wrestled. Um, so did you start MMA your senior year? So I didn't, I didn't start MMA until I was out of high school. I, right. I boxed, I boxed and wrestled. Uh, my, my, I actually competed in boxing for the first time. Okay. Uh, my senior year of high school and I won my Golden Glove State, state championship. Then and, you went to Grand Valley State and wrestled, correct? Yep. Yeah. I wrestled, I wrestled there for a little bit. Um, but then like, like I said, like MMA, like I didn't care to really wrestle. The only reason I was wrestling was to, you know, be in shape for fights. Yeah. So I Cody just, wanted some violence, man. I just tried. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was always, a, I was always a pretty rough and rowdy kid. You know? Were you? Like I, there was a, there was a fight to be had. I mean, I was Cody's like, in there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to talk about this. So we don't need to do it. I was like, all right, dude, lace up. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Love you it. Know? I was always, I was always that kind of kid, but, um, do you have any siblings? Yeah, Sorry. What's that? Do you have any siblings? I do. Yeah, I'm the oldest of four. Okay. So okay. yeah, I was like kind of like the you know the older brother. Like if one, someone had a problem, like I, you know, small town shit. Like it, it, there's always some kind of small town beef going on. Bring that shit. The, bring it. I was I was always the guy that was <laughs> like ready to solve some problems. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, bro. I was. Uh, I'm I'm the youngest of seven. There's six MacGuffin boys and one sister. Wow. I was uh, my dad was dad was wrestling coach for like 30 or 40 years. So I kind of grew up in a rough and tough small town, similar to yourself. And uh, the only way to survive was to get my ass in that wrestling room and fight. You know. Um, yeah. And uh, I always tell people like wrestling's a type of sport where you kind of have to hate it to love it. Like you have to love to suffer to like find some enjoyment in it um it just wrestling is the most brutal thing you'll ever do like i mean people ask like what's harder like mma or wrestling or not like there's no comparison like, wrestling is the worst yeah. the worst right the wrestling like the wrestling practices that i do every week are the practices that i do not look forward to doing because yeah. they're so brutally hard you know I mean? you get twisted up you get banged up you get dropped on your head right I mean, to where like kickboxing, boxing, like training, all that stuff. I actually really enjoy that. But, right. Man, so, wrestling, right. So the most brutal part. So the gas tank with wrestling, obviously it's, um, you know, does, does more on your body. You need, you need more of a gas tank where kickboxing, boxing, you know, you're, you're probably not exerting as much energy, correct? Yeah. It's more of an aerobic thing. Right. Um, and you can find breaks in a wrestling match. There's no such thing. Like you just, you're wrestling. Balls you know, to the you wall. take a break and you end up on your head. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah it's, uh, it's a, it's a different thing. And I think that's really, I think there's two things that make wrestlers successful in MMA. One is just the, the technical aspect of it. Like if you can wrestle, you can control where a fight goes. Good chance that you can win that fight. Take a look but at Islam. Also right? it's it's the mentality like right. the mentality that wrestlers have you know what i mean like if you can take a wrestler straight out of the wrestling room someone that was actually like competitive as a wrestler that has that that one-on-one -on -one combat experience and turn him into a fighter so much faster than you can turn somebody else into a fighter just because like they really understand the grind they know they yeah. know how to work hard like they they're not they're not like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Like in wrestling, like you're just like, that's like bread out of me. Like you just, you, you get to the wrestling room, you don't talk, you just work. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's one thing that I think, uh, you know, it's kind of overlooked. People don't really think about that. Like, like wrestling breeds you to be a hard worker and to be disciplined and to be all the things that really take to be successful at really anything. You know, I think so. I mean, I mean, look at you, like 
look how good you are at, at pickleball. Obviously, you know, you have a, a tennis background too, but right, like, right. you got to believe that like the wrestling, the discipline of wrestling has definitely helped you. Oh, it's you truly know, installed who I am today. Sport. Yeah, of course, brother. No, yeah. for sure. Um, the mental toughness, you know, what I'm able to kind of come up with, with, with like when like my back's against the wall, um, you know, that never say never spirit. Um, yeah, no, I, I got a crust, uh, built around me at a very young, young age, just by being the youngest growing up in a wrestling family. And, uh, yeah, like the character that is built through wrestling and through how tough, wrestling coaches are, you know, um, it's a, it's a different type of sport. That's for sure. Kind of a, kind of a funny story, brother. So my, so my dad used to take us to all these wrestling tournaments and we'd drive like eight or nine hours to Pocatello, Idaho or Butte, Montana. He'd throw all the freaking kids in the car. We'd all have our sweatsuits on, you know, we're cutting weight. I'm like 10 years old. Anyhow, his deal was what well, he, he'd, He'd say every 200 miles, we'd all have to get out of the car and run a mile on the freeway. And if we were being bad in the car or, you know, if somebody was pissing my dad off, he'd get to that mile marker. So there's semis blowing past us, right? And my dad basically is like driving in front of us. It's pr probably not even like illegal, right? And so my, my, my dad is driving in front of us and we're uh, running behind him. If we're being bad in the car, he'd get to that mile marker. We'd all get to the van and then he'd just take off again. <laughs> tough love baby no but i mean that's that's the type of stuff you know i mean wrestlers are just built different you know um Absolutely. yeah like uh yeah my, i mean my dad definitely left me at a few tournaments as a kid because i would i was a really I'm, i would still a pretty bad loser yeah uh, but yeah I would, I would lose and just lose my rip my singlet off oh yeah throwing shit, <laughs> shit. acting like an acting like an absolute idiot just leaving me there that's so too funny that's so home. i don't care like so that's uh, perfect. So my dad, we'd, you know, uh, go to like a freestyle tournament in the summer and, um, all the MacGuffins, like all, all, all my brothers, we'd get done with our, uh, bracket. And, uh, my dad would try to set up like exhibition matches with other dads or like other <laughs> coaches. Right. So like, bro, right when we were done with our event, like once I got my medal, I went to the bathroom, I showered, I took my shoes off. And, uh, cause I, cause like my dad would literally, he'd try to set up like four or five exhibition matches after that. And I'm like, dad, I'm, I'm freaking done, man. I've, I've been wrestling from like eight to six. I'm done. Let's get the hell out of here. But I mean, that's just how wrestling coaches are, right? That's, that's common in wrestling. Uh, yeah. It, like, more. yeah, no, no, for sure, man. Like my dad always had his foot on the gas and, um, yeah, there's a, there's another story where my oldest brother actually wrestled for Boise State. Uh, there's a guy named Kirk White. Kirk White won the NCAAs, I don't know, back in like the late 90s. Kirk White's kind of funny, actually plays pickle right now. Um, but long story short, so my oldest brother, Jay, uh, he's like 43 now. He's a um, head wrestling coach at a school in Seattle. He, uh, he was... He at like the age of 10, he'd won nationals. And of course the tournament, like they didn't have the medal. Right. So he was on the medal stand, didn't get his medal. And for like eight weeks after he kept bugging the hell out of my dad about this medal. Right. And finally my dad's like, Hey, he's like, Jay, if you ask me about that medal again, he's like, I'm going to punch you in the face. And this is when my dad, like, you know, he's like early twenties, fiery as could be. He's got his first son. And, uh, and I kid you not, but Jay was in the back seat and he asked about that medal. My dad turned around and freaking backhanded him in the face. Jay's bleeding, but, uh, yeah, it just, it just comes to show that, uh, you know, wrestlers are, uh, you know, they definitely have a couple screws loose and, uh, yeah, it's just a different yeah. breed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, ask me no about that medal. No other, no other sport you're ever gonna, you know what I mean? Like the things that we did 
like to get ready for wrestling tournaments and like the how we put ourselves through and like just the conditioning that you had to do like every other thing just seemed fun i mean that's literally why i play pickleball is because like my job essentially like is to like punch my friends in the face like throughout the week yeah no for like, sure. we go play pickleball and for it's sure. just like dude this is so fun because we're just like we're outside and we're just we're hanging out it's so weird we talked about it we're like man you know i think this i think we like this so much because it's just it's relaxed yeah. you know what i mean like we're actually competing but we're we're taking it super serious but at the same time like it's so much easier than what we do on a daily basis i mean i mean no, we're no, terrible I, but, of course but we like like we just we enjoy it you know to where like you know fighting day in and day out like it's a it's a, it's a, it's a scrap grind. and if you make right. a mistake you get hurt you know and then pickleball like you make a mistake you just chuck your paddle and <laughs> <laughs> you make a mistake and you end up with a plastic tattoo but it's but it's definitely not a fist <laughs> yeah uh but no bro that's what's so cool about pickle like it caters to everybody it works for all demographics it's easy to play uh it's fairly inexpensive unless you show up to my camps it's uh you know it's 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 social. You can talk a little trash. Uh, don't judge a book by its cover because I'm sure as you've seen, you can go to the local courts. And I mean, if you end up on a court with a 70 or an 80 year old that has some good court sense, uh, um, you know, yeah. it definitely may, definitely may hurt your pride. So pickles. Yeah, we the got, we got, go ahead. Go we ahead. got whooped by a couple old dudes <laughs> that could barely, like, barely walk. You yeah. know, the, the old dudes, the guy like the the elbow oh break, yeah uh, oh yeah like the knee, the knee pads, <laughs> they like come on the court they're like walking all wobbly yeah like, what is this guy doing like you guys want to play i'm like sure we're gonna we're gonna kill you and they whooped us man and they were playing me and my buddy who was like a a, a stud d1 yeah. athlete right like, right i was i was embarrassed I was like, yeah. how, how did that just happen no of course um, so my trainer here in Coeur d'Alene, you may know him, you may not. He wrestled in Bellator, or he wrestled in Bellator. He fought in Bellator for a little bit. His name's Craig Feisner. Craig Feisner, but a guy... Your name, your name sounds familiar. Yeah, a guy from Coeur d'Alene. Anyhow, he's just, he's, I mean, as as like yourself, he's just a dog, and he takes his shirt off, and he's shredded, right? So I, I got him playing pickle about six months ago. He's been playing like three or four days a week now, and, uh, you know, same type of thing. He ends up showing up at the local courts, takes his shirt off, and he gets his ass kicked by a couple guys in their 80s. He comes back to me, and he's like, bro, he's like, I need to take a camp. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to do this. I, I'm dead serious. I really do. Next time you have a camp in Vegas, I have, yeah. like, 20 guys that I will play. They're all, like, I'll invite the whole gang. Athletes, yeah, too. for sure, man. It's on me. I got you guys. Um, okay, so tell me about your thoughts on UFC 280, man. That start, that uh, uh, card was stacked. I'll tell you what. UFC 280, man. It was insane. It was awesome. It was an awesome fight card. And honestly, uh, you know, like, the, the Jan O'Malley fight is something everyone's talked about, like, after that. You know, it was, like, a super controversial decision. Obviously, maybe some judging issues. I thought Jan won, but honestly, I thought that O'Malley stock went up, like, exponentially because, like, I didn't honestly believe that kid was a dog. Like, I really thought, I you know, and I've been trying to fight him forever because I just believed that, like, I could just go in there and, like, break him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. give me seven minutes with him and, like, that the maybe he wins the first seven minutes, but the next seven minutes are going to be hell for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think sure. he showed people that like he's legit. Like he he he's willing to fight through, you know, go to those dark places and make it happen. And you know, so like as much as I hate saying it, but like I, the kid's legit. I mean, and yeah. top to bottom, that card was was insane. I mean, I kind of saw that the main event playing out the way it did. I really did think that uh, 
Islam was going to go out there and win that fight. I mean, you don't get you don't get the kind of hype that guy has. Like, not even not even in the sense of like from the MMA fans, but from like the MMA community, from other athletes that I've trained with. Yeah, that are just like, dude, you don't understand this guy. It's, he's he's good. Like, if he if he takes you down, you're never getting back up. Like, he's going to take a a body part with you. Like, he's he, he's that good. Like, I don't really see anyone in that division that's going to be able to beat him for a long time. Yeah, that's true. No, as long, and that's what you're saying earlier. I mean, like wrestlers that like, it doesn't matter how good a boxer you are. It seems like grapplers like Khabib and Islam and, and that, that whole style, like they can beat strikers all day. It doesn't matter how good you are on your feet. Once you get taken down, they just hang on like a leech and just find a way, you know I mean? It's, it's surgical. I mean, it's over, yeah, it's over bro. It's over. Yeah, and, and, and like those Russian guys are scary. Dude. No. They they just like we're like Dagestanian yeah, I mean, machines. Dude, they they just like they they grew up in a very very hard environment. So, I mean, I feel like MMA to them is is like a it's just like a game. And right, right, you know, and like they don't even they have no. It's a great way to put uh, it. Like there's there's no like real emotion. Those guys are like scary just to be around. To be honest, right. Like they're, they're like maybe like serial killer vibes. It's crazy, bro. Again, gives me goosebumps. That's wild. Um, but no, I, I think what we all saw is that O'Malley has a chin. You know, I mean, he got he got he got touched a couple times, and I mean, there was a couple rights that that Jan threw that I thought usually knocks out most guys in that in that division, and. O'Malley kept moving forward. I mean, the, I mean, the crazy thing, and I mean, I don't know how much weight you cut, but I mean, O'Malley's obviously a huge 35-pounder, right? And and it seemed like, I mean, I don't know, looking at his stories, he, he was mentioning that like 12 hours or, I don't know, 18 hours after weigh-ins, he was up to 155. I, I mean, what do you think he went in that fight weighing? Yeah, I mean, pro- probably like close to 55, 60. Okay. And that's not, <clears throat> that's really not, uh, that like I I probably step into the cage between fifty five and sixty. You do okay, got it, got it. Okay. Um, and like you'd be surprised how many guys like actually, how many guys are even get bigger than that. Guys are cutting crazy amounts of weight and they're doing it in a super scientific way. I mean, yeah, like the way we cut weight is has changed so much. It's super scientific. People right. know exactly. You know, I do all kinds of crazy crazy body composition testing yeah. and. You know, my, my diet plan is like regimented exactly to, you know, my body type, like the science behind it, uh, has come a long ways, but still, I mean, weight cutting is the most horrible thing you ought to ever do. It's it's a, it's a brutal, miserable part of the sport, but it's not going away. You know what I mean? Just, you just got to figure out the best way to do it for yourself and and get it done because that's just part of like competing in MMA. You have to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're going to have a huge disadvantage going into the fight because homeboy's going to be 10 pounds heavier than you. Yeah, yeah for sure. And that's a, that's a scary thought going into an MMA fight against someone that's you know essentially trained to hurt you in right. a million different ways. So, with living in Vegas and having you know access to the UFC Performance Institute, um, you get all those resources where you can work with a physio and check your labs and you know things like that. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do everything. Everything from diet. Physical therapy, strength conditioning—it's um, all—it's all there, and there's tons of. So one thing that like, I think the one thing that really separates the the USCPI from like any other place I've ever used or, or gone to is that like they all work together. You know what I mean? So the dietitians, the nutritionists—they're working with the physical therapy 
and the physical therapy people are working with the strength conditioning like so everything is tailored yeah. towards you right. and you know what you need you know what injuries you need to work around uh and they're, they're really good at their job all they do is work with fighters non-stop so these people understand kind of what we need to do and uh oh it's amazing that's cool brother. and like, speaking of like the the strength conditioning like there's all i don't know if you've ever i don't know if you've ever done any like snap snapback training snap like, ever wore like the snapchat there's like two different things there's one like it's like a screen and it's all the, all these different like reaction tests okay and then there's another one where like they have these like glasses that you can put on that kind of like blur your vision dude i just started like, using those ball. with craig so it, yeah, yeah there's so various like, modes right like the last yeah, mode it's like blinking modes. super fast the first mode it stays on for three seconds and then goes off yeah 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 yeah. so he's been he's been dude. throwing balls at me with those things on i've been working on like my, you know my reaction speed and being you know yeah. like a half a you know, half a second quicker. Um, I mean, all that stuff that's plays everything. Yeah, like in sure. your sport, in my sport, like how fast you can react to something is everything. Yeah, you know being, what I mean? being like, like 2% be like better. Second nature. You got to be like, yep. you got to be on like right there. That's cool. And like, so I mean, all that, all the different like weird scientific uh, tools that you can use. Yeah. So, so uh, many, you know, so many cool things game. out there right now, right? Yeah, there really is. There yeah. really is like the sports science side of it's taken of, off uh, athletics right now is like just taking off like yeah. people are realizing like you can like maximize what it is to be an athlete you know what i mean if right. you're willing to do like the right things yeah got to be willing to put in the work so on the recovery side like i use beamer therapy i do nad through iv i get i you know i get ivs every week i usually get Meyer cocktails i do cryo you know compression boots all the above you kind of in that in that same boat yeah i mean uh, for me it's a lot of it's uh you know i do like a lot of like ice and in heat therapy and yeah. then a lot of it's just pt man your body yeah. just gets yeah. warped up yeah in so many different ways you know what i mean having like the really good physical therapist there to like work things out uh, that seems to be the most beneficial i mean i have everything i have the compression boots yeah you know what i mean i have access to cryo i have access to all that stuff but yeah but good good really body work comes down to is like yeah a good okay a good diet and uh you know having somebody physically like do deep tissue seems to be like the really the best way to prevent injury, you yeah. know, and then, you know, doing the, doing the little stuff, you know, like yeah. warming up, stretching out yeah. before and after a workout. Like it seems so mundane and like old school, but really like you have to do that stuff. I mean, cause I, I'll do anywhere from like 10 to 15 workouts a week, you know? So if I don't, if I don't take, you know, a few hours every week to like, maintain my body like i just fall apart by friday i'm like i'm i'm a shell of a man you know what i mean if i don't if i'm not eating right if i'm not doing the right things you know what i mean if i'm not living like a super healthy clean lifestyle yeah. getting enough sleep you know there's so much sleep more, is huge so right more than just, how many yeah so much more than just right how, how many hours of sleep do you get at night brother i have to get eight yeah yeah same here but if, if i don't get eight hours i'm a mess i have to, i need eight hours yeah seems so like, like the best time for your body to recover night. is at night you know yeah. Yeah. You need that. You need that. I mean, and it's, it's like I said, it's, it's not, it's not even, it's not even a, a, a job, right? Like a job you work, you know, 40, 60 hours a week and you're done. You're, being an athlete is, it's just, it's, it's your whole life. Yeah. It's your whole life. You don't, there's no, like, there's not an on and off switch. It's not like, Hey, like, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, not do the things I know I need to do. Like, cause the results are, the results are shit. Like you have to dedicate your whole life to, right you know, performing at a high level. Like that means every single part of your life has to be that way. Or like you're a step behind somebody else. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so tell me what a daily, uh, or I guess, tell me what a day looks like for you as far as when you wake up, how you train, eat, all that good stuff. Kind of take me through 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 a day in Cody's life. So normally, I would I would uh, I get up at like seven. Uh, my first training session would be at like nine. Uh, next one would be at one. Last one would probably be around three thirty. And you know, really, only one of those sessions is hard. The other two are kind of more like a drilling session and you know, I'm eating anywhere from like three to five small meals throughout the day, okay. just kind of maintaining. Uh, and then I got to find some time to do some kind of physical therapy, uh, you know, an ice bath, maybe at the end of the day, something um, just to kind of maintain my health. And I'm, you know, throughout the day, pounding tons of water, tons of vitamins. Uh, and, you know, I guess also, you know, throughout the week, I got to kind of listen to my body, you know, if I'm, if I'm getting banged up and, you know, there's a session that I need to take off. Like I have to be smart enough at this point in my career to be like, okay, like it's counterproductive for me to like, go do this hard workout right now. Like I should just go do PT. I should go recover. Right. Exactly. You know, I should go do, I should go do some mobility exercises. Like, and that's like one of the hardest things, you know, coming from like a wrestling, uh, backgrounds, like taking a foot off the gas a little bit. Like, Hey, yeah, like today's not the day where like right. you go out and be here. Like you need to actually <laughs> right for fix, sure. Fix what you have going on. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, for sure. that's, that's a hard. That's a hard. Concept. Especially in your sport, like, man. Of course. I mean, I'm sure there's so much added recovery. You know, I mean, my sports. You know, I mean, it's lateral movement, it's side to side, but you know, we're not getting punched, we're not getting kicked, we're not getting you know grappled around. So, I mean, I would assume. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> you know, combat sports, obviously, you know, so much added recovery, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a, yeah. It's it's it's, it's like it's not it's it's not a nine to five. It's a, it's your whole entire life. Like yeah. you really don't you don't have a lot of time to do anything else. Right. Right. You know, For like sure. You, you're wired in twenty four seven. Um. Let's see here. What else have I got? So tell me, what are your what are your hobbies, brother? So I know I know you're an outdoorsman. What do you like to do? Uh outside of pickleball. Yeah. I'm uh, outside of pickle. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Pickles uh, number one, yeah. right? No, well, it's getting there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm big, big, I'm a, yeah, I'm a big outdoorsman. Um, you know, I like to, I like to hunt fish. Well, mostly hunt, you know, okay. I'm a big, uh, I, I love bird hunting. I don't okay. know why. I always have. Uh, it's like something I, something I did as a kid and my dad growing up and yeah. like, I still do it. I go all over the place. Like right now it's like, it's like hunting season right now. So, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, find a weekend or you know saturday morning to go hunting you know i don't obviously don't get to do it as much as i like but yeah you know i look i look i i'm more of like a gearhead you know what i mean it's like my it's like my therapy yeah, like i'm course. literally looking at hunting stuff right. six days a week <laughs> trying to find what what hunting thing i need to buy for my next hunt i <laughs> uh, love probably, it probably won't go on because i'm going to be training yeah right but yeah i mean that's that's another thing you need that you need something else that you enjoy doing outside of like competing in mma because like this shit will run you down if yeah. you don't have other things that you enjoy of you course. Know, things that you look forward to on the weekends because like if you don't if you don't like plot in those like hunting trips or those pickleball games like it's just me in the gym yeah it's a little much you know, yeah. looking like a like a mangy dog after a while yeah, no, for sure. Well, I think, yeah, if you're not, you know, if you're not a happy person, you're probably not going to fight well, correct? You know, I mean, so much of my, 
success has come by my wife and making my life easier. And she's my biggest support system. And, you know, if we're, if things are dialed like with us and, uh, and I'm happy with life, then I I tend to play better. So I think that all kind of goes hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Uh, so tell me, Cody, uh, do you have any businesses or I guess, do you do anything outside of, you know, just, just performing as an athlete? Yeah. So, I mean, for most of my, uh, athletic career I've, I've helped run my family business which is like a restoration company um but you know since i mean fighting you know the last few years i've i've done pretty well so i've actually turned that into uh like a home remodeling business so like i'll buy like i just like over the summer i bought a, a cabin in utah completely remodeled it and it's, it's an airbnb now cool. so Love that's kind of like the end goal yep when a fight Buy a buy a house, rent it out on Airbnb. Smart man. So hopefully, you know. Do you do all the remodel? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, well, this one in particular, I did everything myself. I couldn't get any contractors up there what for a, a reasonable price. What a stud to do anything. So I'm I'm lucky yeah. that you know, like I grew up doing that kind of stuff, and yeah. I can I can actually you know do the work. But dude, I really don't like doing it. Like <laughs> I, I can only I imagine. I didn't enjoy I didn't enjoy like fully remodeling this cabin like yeah. every weekend all summer. Right, I'm sure. You know, but uh, luckily I got it done. So right. Um, kind of sounds yeah, like fighting yeah. just sounds like tough and aggressive there's <laughs> <laughs> no no break man like fighting all week <laughs> right exactly I had a rough summer. yeah that's, that's cool though brother so um so do you just have one property right now so that's my so that's my third oh, cool. uh my third property i mean the goal is is 10 i want 10 before i'm done Good for you, man. So I need to get to work. I need to get to work. Get to work, baby. And, and Code, you're you're 32, correct? Yeah, I'm 32 yeah. as well, man. Love it. You uh uh good age. It's a great age. It's a great age. Uh, did you graduate in 08? Yeah. yeah. Well, love it. You too. Yep, I was an 08 guy. Yeah, graduated from Lake Sherland High. Broke my dad's heart. My senior year, I had a wrestling scholarship to go wrestle at Grand Canyon University in Phoenix. Go go wrestle D2, or I I uh uh had a scholarship to go play junior college at Scottsdale. It was kind of a, I, I ran just a little wild in high school, if you know what I mean. Kind of probably similar to yourself, you know, I uh, was kind of a, kind of a rebel child. And, and, um, anyhow, sports was my outlet and I ended up breaking my dad's heart. My senior year, I was his last son. I was his last McGuff and he wanted me to, you know, he was dying for me to wrestle in college and, uh, ended up, uh, playing two years of junior college tennis. And then, um, uh, had a scholarship to go to a division one school in Spokane, Washington called Eastern, turned that down, got certified to start teaching tennis and then kind of taught tennis for about 10 or 12 years through, through a couple clubs and worked as a head pro then worked as a director. And then this silly game called pickleball got thrown in my lap in 2015. I fell in love with it and I said, screw my job. I got plenty of fire left. I'm not freaking done. <laughs> That's awesome. Bro. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. And honestly too, like, I mean, tennis is great, but what's uh, great about pickle is that there's not a whole lot of status. The camaraderie is, is awesome. It's super embracing. I mean, you know, my brother's a prime example. Like he's, you know, he's a little heavier set. He's lost a bunch of weight through, through playing pickleball. Uh, he has like this whole newfound confidence. He, he, like, he didn't used to date back in the day. Now he's, now he's dating. And, and uh, I don't know, there's just so many cool benefits that come by being a part of like this whole new community that's super embracing and, and it's easy. And, and uh, I don't know, you like, you just don't get that catty, cattiness that like you do with, you know, higher end sports like tennis and golf and, you know, other, yeah, other yeah. no, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I definitely, uh, I was definitely super, I kind of thought that's, that's how it was. Right. You know what I mean? Like, 
like my buddy Joe Benavides. I don't know. I don't know if of course, I know that stud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, sure. Yeah, like an absolute like stud. Uh, he's a really good friend of mine. He cool. talked me into going and playing. He's like, no, dude, everyone's cool. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Like, do I gotta wear? Do I gotta wear a polo? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Here? You know what I mean? Like, and I went, I went and played and saw how cool everybody was. Like, super, everyone was super inviting and helpful. And yeah, I was like, man, this is fun. Yeah, I was no, like, yeah, know, three it. days a week. Like, we're on the court. Get like, it? It's like. I think it's scheduled in workout at this point. That's love it. Love it. Hey, uh, so uh, after we get done here, I'm going to get your address. And I'm going to send you some gear. But one thing I'm going to send you is one of, one of these guys. This is my signature paddle. Dude, no way. The, I, I was literally going to ask you. That's that's so badass, man. Thank you. Got you, brother. Uh, yes. I was literally going to ask you. I was like, dude, what paddle should I be using? Like, Yeah. Because so, I got some cheap Amazon paddles. Like, I want to get serious. Uh, I I Got you, Cody. So I'm going to send you the TM special. I, I got a bunch of merchandise. I'll send you a couple hats. Uh, tell me, what what size of shoe are you? I, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay, I'm, I'm nine and a half. So I, I have a signature oh, shoe. I have a signature shoe with Skechers that I just built, and I'm going to send you a pair of those as well, man. I got you. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so obviously, you know, Craig, my, my trainer has a jujitsu gym and there's like wrestling mats in there and, and we do boxing and all that. Anyhow, so our training is like a mixture of, we'll do like some wrestling, uh, just because, you know, that's my roots. And then we'll definitely throw some hands for some, you know, some reaction speed and kind of work on, uh, uh, you know, whether he's throwing stuff at me and I'm kind of working on dodging or, you know, I'm throwing hands, uh, but it's a, but it's a mixture of boxing, cardio, strength training. And, uh, obviously, you know, with my wrestling background, it's kind of nice to have like an MMA guy that, you know, is rough and tough and can kind of push me in the right direction, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. You need that. You need yeah. That. It's almost like, uh, Sounds like you don't trust somebody unless they. they <laughs> it's true. No, it's true, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's so it's so it's like a, such a weird community amongst wrestlers. Yeah, no, it I mean, is. Like I see a dude with cauliflower. I'm like, What's up, dude? Yeah, right. Like, just out of just you know what I mean. I just like I, there's like a weird respect for anybody that like went through uh, you know what wrestlers go through. Like you're automatically like I don't know. You just understand, and it's, it's a strange thing. No, it's an instant bond. No, truly. Um, and, and tell me, so how is your pickle game? You know, what is your main strength in pickle? Do you have any questions for me? Can I, you know, can I educate you? Are you, you know, hitting your third ball drop? Are you, are you hitting any dinks? Are you just trying to drive your way through everything? How, I mean, how much time do you have? <laughs> uh, to be honest, to be honest with you, like, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really not good at pickleball. Yeah, right. I'm not actually good. I think that I'm good sometimes because... I'll do some pretty athletic stuff or like I'll, I'll hit like a really nice shot, like, and just get lucky. But I'm so inconsistent. Like yeah. yesterday we played for like three hours, dude. And I just played so bad. And the guy I was playing with was like super, super competitive. And he was just, he was pissed. Cause I was just goofing up everything. I mean, just the easiest shots. Just, yeah, yeah, for sure. Just messing up. You know what I mean? Like doubles is, Doubles is doubles kind is of tough, where it's right? at in pickleball. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure, so for sure. Doubles I mean, is everything. Right, right. I mean, doubles it's is like the mainstream thing. I mean, even, even though I've had more success in singles and I truly love singles, you know, me having a, you know, having a wrestling background and the whole like individual aspect of singles, love it. But, but yeah, what, what sells on TV and what sells in pickle is definitely the doubles aspect. So, doubles, um, yeah, everybody wants to play doubles. I prefer singles too, because I'm like, if I mess up, it's on me. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to let, I don't want to let somebody else down. But honestly, you know, I, I, uh, I can't keep the ball down. Okay. That's my keep that thing, thing down, I, Cody. I know, I know, but that's <laughs> that's my biggest thing. We'll be sitting in the kitchen and I'll just lob one up and I got one coming back in my head at 
100 miles an hour and i'm just like dude i deserve this like yeah. I'm not, i messed up yeah and, and you but, know i mean it, it, it's funny i've had i've had various wrestlers take uh take camps from me and it seems like the the usual wrestler is like a little stiff you know they tend to kind of use their wrists a little too much maybe like they get a little too upright it's funny like i i actually got introduced to tennis at the age of 14 because my dad would go play tennis on like sundays with all these wrestling coaches and it was all just a bunch of hackers trying to play tennis right and um anyhow so yeah you know if you're if you're having a hard time keeping the ball down um i like to say it's like kissing a baby versus slapping a baby like like you would never slap a baby right so you just want to kind of touch the back of it or, or think about like touching like the back two percent um but you know obviously if you're popping balls up it is not a good day you want to try to keep the ball down in a non-attackable area so your opponents can't hurt you right yeah that's very very true <laughs> yeah and i i actually watched one of your videos and, and it, it it made it made a ton of sense and okay. like actually just like watching someone who's really really good at something yeah watch how they play and like how like disciplined their body is and then like realize like how undisciplined i am it's like the same in fighting yeah and of course, like I watch of course right. that really isn't very good at fighting right and i'm like it's just it just comes down to like they don't have the same like discipline with like everything all their movement you know what i mean everything is is forced yep. and then you watch someone that's you know like natural and it's loose and fluid right yeah, yeah it's, everything's fluid everything yep. like they the positioning's right um uh, yeah i mean if there's one thing that i do well in the pickleball court is that uh you know i have wheels so I can get you got wheels ball. baby what other than that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got wheels and a good reaction that's funny well hey Balls, it, who knows where it's going yeah right well and hey and, and you know from like a beginner's perspective most beginners or i guess most you know lower level players don't think they have a whole lot of time but know that you have more time than you think brother once you can swallow that down that you have more time than you think then you'll like settle your body position you won't be dancing as much you know think about having anchors on your feet doing less i mean obviously easier said than done but you know obviously uh uh, uh make it look like it's not your first rodeo cody you know dial things down you know it's like you got a bowl on your head you got anchors on your feet and keep that stuff still <laughs> It's the same in fighting. If I could just take the, the things that I know as an athlete, <laughs> combat and like flying to pickleball, I'd be pretty good. But yeah, uh, yeah, that, that that's too funny. That hasn't, I, that hasn't quite happened yet. Right. I got a, I got a I got a funny story, bro. So the very first time that I threw hands with Craig, um, and actually it was it was the first time ever where I've, I've thrown hands. But uh, I didn't have gloves on, so Craig was th uh, throwing hands at me, and, I, and I'm just kind of working on dodging. I kid you not, the very first strike that he throws, he throws it right down the pipe, catches me right in the nose, and this is like 20 minutes into meeting this dude, my nose starts bleeding, and um, anyhow, my reaction and my movement has gotten much better since day one. <laughs> but the very yeah, first dude. punch right down the pipe caught me in the nose, uh, nose know. started bleeding. That's how you get good at fighting now. You gotta, you gotta like, you get hit once. That's why, no, that's why no one wants to do it. It's because that's why no one wants to compete at a high level. It's like, you're, you're gonna get your ass kicked so many times right. before, you know what I mean? Like, before you're the hammer, like, yeah. you're gonna take a ton of beatings before that, before that happens. And you just kind of gotta swallow that and figure yeah. it out. There's no other way to do it. No, for sure. And it's funny too how, my my reaction time and like my alertness after getting punched once was very very different you know <laughs> like all all, yeah. all it takes is getting punched yeah. once and then you freaking wake up yeah. and also mean like you're you're on you're on yeah exactly um so uh do you have any comments about the silva and paul fight i know i know i know well, you mentioned I mean, you didn't watch it if i'm if, if i'm being honest the whole silva logan paul fight i i mean 
Anderson Silva is damn near a 50 year old man. Like right. he's competed in combat sports his entire life. Like the dude's beat up. He's old. Uh, I mean, and Jake Paul, as much as I, I, uh, like don't like his antics, like he's kind of taken like a pretty smart Avenue as far as, uh, how to mark himself as a, as a, as a boxer, like fight someone with a big name that's 10 years out of their prime. You know what I mean? To where like, you can just kind of use your, your youthful advantage to take them out. I mean, that is, that is super, I haven't, I didn't see the fight. I've seen some highlights, uh, you know, but, and, and every single, in every single aspect of like boxing, you know, Anderson Silva is way better than Jake Paul. You know what I mean? And like, until I see Jake Paul fight uh, an actual legit boxer around his age, he not even doesn't, doesn't even need to be like a WBC champ. He just needs to be a relevant athlete uh, around his age. Like until then, like it's hard as an athlete to like respect him. Like I respect what he, what he does, you know, as a, as a promoter and, you know, some of the things that he's doing, uh, you know, to kind of like raise awareness for like fighter pay and right. all that stuff. Like right. I appreciate all that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like athlete to athlete, man to man, like until you go in there and fight a dog, you know, yeah. I can't, I can't like res- respect your game. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for it's sure. Like, if I'm, if I'm on a pickleball court and I'm like playing seven year olds and I'm just smoking them. You know, eleven zero every game. You know, like that's good enough. Like, you're you're standing on the sideline watching me. Like, does this guy really think he's good at this right, game? Right, right, for you know? sure. Like, right. That makes a lot the of same sense. Thing to have with, with, with Jake Paul, it's yeah. like, dude, until you until you get in there with somebody that like, you know, is 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 relevant. Like, yeah, not not a retired MMA fighter. Yeah. MMA fighters, we're not boxers. We, we can't do with those guys. Like, those guys have one singular focus their entire career. And it's throwing hands. We have a million other things that we like. We're just not as good at boxing as they are. That's the reality. Like this, we're not. We're we're really not. There's 90 other things that we have to know. You know, so like our time towards that we you know allocate towards boxing is a tenth of what they do. You know, so it's it's a completely different sport. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, Cody, um, appreciate you coming on, my man. No, this is fun, dude. This is fun. I'm uh. I'm, uh, I'm glad we glad we linked up. Yeah, we'll, for sure. Uh, nice we'll to meet you. Next time you're in town. Yeah, love to, love to. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm going to grab your address, send you some gear. Next time I'm in Vegas, definitely take one of my camps. It's on me, and I would love to invite like five or ten other UFC guys and, you know, take take care of the whole gang. Maybe maybe in return I could I could get some tickets or something like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll hook you up, we'll hook you up. We'll, I'll tell you what, you know, I think that one thing that you really enjoy is going to the UFC PI. And like a lot of the guys that work there, like I play pickleball with those guys, so that I'm sure they would love to meet. Yeah, we'll do yeah. some. We'll, we'll get we'll line up some uh, like baseline testing. <laughs> Let's do it. Like hell yeah, all the, all the, all the, like the same testing the fighters do. Yeah, like, I, it, it's actually dude, it's crazy beneficial. Just just of course, just to see like a baseline, like where you at in yeah. terms of like you all know, those different categories. things. Yeah, and yeah. then to like build a program around that would yeah. be, be really, really cool to see. Like. Cool, brother. How, how that could be applicable like your sport yeah for sure tell me have you have you been up to north idaho been up to an area called Coeur d'Alene? no okay well no. we live in god's country up here man nothing but uh pine trees and mountains and beautiful lakes oh, all over nice. so if you ever get a chance oh, if you're ever in north idaho definitely definitely get at me but uh thanks again for coming on cody and uh 
Good luck. Uh, you have you have a fight coming up when? I mean, you're you're just kind of waiting or? Dude. Yeah, I, I had one in November. I had one in December. Nothing panned out, but uh, I definitely have one in being in next year. So patiently waiting and always staying ready. Love it, bro. All right, my man. Take care, man. Thanks. Yeah, thank you.